Hey everyone, this is Jody Vesley with Heartway Pastor and Missionary Caregivers here on our Heartway podcast today. I hope you've had a chance to check out our website, heartwaycare.org, and just to connect with us on Instagram and, and Twitter if you're on those platforms. Uh, if you haven't yet, go ahead and, and, and follow us. Uh, we are trying to be a little bit more uh, public in what we do and what we share and what we say as we've launched this ministry just to uh, continue to share the resources with others that we ourselves have found uh, today. Uh, we're going we're gonna to dive a little bit deeper than last time. Our first podcast is really just an intro to Heartway and what we're doing today. I'm going to tell you a little bit about my story. Um, through my journey, I've realized that, that people won't open up unless you open up to them. And this podcast today, it might be a little raw. Uh, so it might be a little open. And in my hope and prayers that uh, I might be able to really connect with someone out there who who's listening. You know, it's easy. It, it isn't easy for me to open up. Uh, it, it isn't easy for me to to trust others. I've been I've been betrayed multiple times over and over and again. Uh, but I think it is necessary in the field of member care to open up to others. Uh, and, and God has called me to this field, and so. Uh, that that's what we're going to do a little bit today. I'm going to share with you a little bit of my of my story. And I just didn't, with Heartway, I just didn't wake up one day and think, oh, I want to counsel missionaries and pastors and other things for a living. This was a gradual thing that God started laying on my heart two to three years ago. And I personally thought I would be doing this as a much older man. However, God had a different plan. And get into my story today. When I was in when I was in Russia during a deep long winter, I began to struggle with anger. I can't say it was just at this moment, but it began to be more problematic for my family at that time. Little comments here and there, generally not being a happy person, a little a little yelling uh, was the norm uh, for a while, and and this this was difficult on my family, and of course being difficult seeing it be difficult on my family was difficult on me too you know and and me personally I grew up in a home where uh, we just we just yelled at each other we that's how we dealt with our emotions Uh, that's how we dealt with our disagreements and and my wife on the flip side she she grew up in a household where uh, the emotions were were uh, were not so expressed in such a raw fashion and so now we have an additional problem of what we consider normal in our household, right? Because we have the the much more expressive, uh, much more emotionally expressive background that I grew up in. And then we have a little bit more of the, you know, you, you have those emotions and, and that's okay, but you kind of internalize them a little bit more um, so you don't express them in an unhealthy manner. Uh, from what my my wife was in, and uh, you know, I don't I don't condone yelling, uh, but I do, emotions do need to express. We just need to find out how do we express those in a healthy manner um, that's that's honoring to to God and is beneficial to our family. And so, it, it is scriptural to express our emotions in a healthy manner, right? Uh, one of the fruits of the spirit in Galatians five is self control. So our emotions, uh, 
need to be expressed. They just need to be expressed with self-control. Not long ago, I came across a short video of a hotel employee, and you know, God bless hotel employees for all they have to deal with. I can't, can't even imagine, really. Uh, but this particular hotel employee was expressing his thoughts and emotions for several minutes in a completely self-controlled manner with a customer who was definitely not self-controlled. Was extremely rude. Just, just would not, uh, would not just give in to this. Uh, employee at all was completely thinking they were in the right and was just yelling and, and rude and condescending and and i thought man this is how the guy how the hotel employee responded that's 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 definitely uh how i how i want to be uh how i wanted to be during that time when i was when i was in russia when i was struggling with anger and and, and it was how i was some of the time but not enough of the time and i could definitely relate to the battle between the flesh and the spirit that, that's evident in Paul's writing in, in Romans, right? Um, I can honestly still relate to that. Uh, every day is, is a little bit of a battle. And, and uh, God, when God blesses, I know that Satan is about to fire back with something bad. And, and usually that's from a Christian, if I'm being quite honest. Uh, that's, like I said, this is a little bit of a raw post. And... Um, it's just part of my journey. And so going on, we need self-control. As Proverbs 16.32 says, we need to be slow to anger. As Proverbs 15.1 says, a soft answer turns away wrath. If we can keep ourselves self-controlled, it helps to keep the whole situation a little bit more controlled. This all sounds really ideal, right? That's what we hear so much, you know. Just be self-controlled. I mean, it's... Just do this, just do that. I mean, that's why this is a fruit of the Spirit, self-control. It's not a fruit of ourselves, it's a fruit of the Spirit. And this is where we're going to go a little bit deeper. And I feel like because we haven't been going deeper in our personal lives and in our churches, and in general in our society today, we may we, we, we have a lot more problems than we see, really. Um, that might seem impossible with how bad we can we can see things but but i believe it to be true things are actually worse than we're than we're seeing it to be um i believe that 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 sin has infiltrated people and churches and that we're just turning the other way or aren't looking deep enough to see it or even care uh, and react to it but does this mean that we should run uh, from the christians and and churches that the half sin running rampant in, in their lives, even though um, even though most people who aren't deep in the situation don't see it. No, that's not what it means. Uh, we shouldn't we shouldn't abandon uh, Christians and churches uh, that that are that are that have the sin running rampant, sin you wouldn't believe uh, just running rampant all through Christian communities. We shouldn't abandon that. Uh, but instead we should embrace it. Uh, humbly understanding that that we too are part of the church we're in it together we're not perfect they're not imperfect we shouldn't expect anyone to be perfect we have sin in our life they 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 have sin in their life even if we don't want to admit the sin in our life it's there uh, you may not see it but but it's there and, and and whether you admit to it or not so what i mean by going deeper is what i mean is my struggle with anger uh, that I was trying to improve on by reading the Bible, praying, and doing everything that good Christians should do 
and it wasn't getting any better. It might be for a day, a week, a month or two, but it, it was like nothing was getting better. Um, and, and I want to say this, you don't have to live that way. Uh, you, you, you can go, you can live in a different way. Uh, sometimes we get caught up on something that isn't the real issue. And that's what was happening to me. I was so focused on anger because that's what I could see. That's what was visible. That was affecting others around me. That's what they saw. But that wasn't actually my issue at the source. My issue at the source was depression. And I didn't see that. Um, I was just so focused on the anger. That's what other people saw. And, and, and I or others didn't notice the depression. And in the book, Unmasking Male Depression by uh, Archibald Hart, which, which I recommend. That's a good, that's a really good book. Uh, Hart mentions these uh, as signs as the, of depression in men. He includes grumpiness, uh, irritability, moodiness, sulking, overt anger, anxiety, agitation, preoccupation with work, and other distractions. Does that, does that sound like you or someone you know? Yeah, if it does, they might just be depressed. I mean, men will do almost anything not to have to talk about their problems with someone else. I mean, I was I was included in that. And, and missionaries and pastors have this amplified because right, they're the, we're the people that the people go to for problems. Who who do we go to uh, for problems? We we don't have a lot of times people to go to. Um, you know, ministers are usually stuck alone to deal with this stuff, uh, stuck alone with God. I mean, uh, I tried counseling myself. I knew I, I knew a little bit of the techniques. It worked a little, but it was just temporary. And it wasn't until I got some good counsel. And that's a biblical thing to seek wise counsel. It wasn't until I got some, some good counsel, uh, shout out to Lynn Rayburn, that, that he saw immediately that my issue at the source was not anger, but depression. And we usually characterize depression as someone who just doesn't want to be around others and, and think to ourselves, just get over it. Uh, it'll go away eventually. But this thinking can can ruin those around you. Uh, you might be okay with it. You might get used to it. But they aren't, uh, even if they pretend to be. If you're a wife or a, or a guy struggling with depression, uh, it, sorry, if you're a wife and, and your husband is struggling with, with depression, uh, stick with him. But be direct with him. Tell him you aren't okay with how your life is and that you need things to get better. Your husband, he needs to hear this. He needs to hear that you are okay with how things are and that they need to get better. Don't enable your husband's moodiness and his preoccupation with work, which are symptoms of depression. Don't, don't enable those things by giving into his unjustifiable demands uh, on, on you, like keeping your house uh, at retirely level spotless while you have four kids and guests at home all day. Uh, it, it's going to be a little bit different from when it's just you uh, and your husband married to when you and your husband are married with kids. And so uh, he needs to understand that and he can understand that he's a reasonable person and, and you need to understand that too. Uh, it, it, it's not going to be exactly how it was. Things are going to change. Things are going to be different. Uh, don't make excuses like, for him, like, he's just a hard worker. If he's a workaholic, he's just a hard worker. Yeah, it's good to work hard. But there's a difference between being a hard worker and someone who is obsessed with work and thus neglects his family life and other parts of life. There has to be a balance in it all. Uh, depression is all over the Bible. King David, Solomon struggled with depression. Men like Charles Spurgeon, Abraham Lincoln, Winston Churchill, Martin Luther King all struggled with depression. You are alone. You are among a bunch of others 
who are just too afraid to admit it or too busy to see it in themselves. Uh, it, it's all over the place. It really is. And I eventually got over, praise God, I got over the anger by dealing with depression because I dealt with the anger at the source, the depression. Our words and our actions are an overflow of our heart. We can see that, Matthew twelve thirty four. Our heart is the source for our outward emotions. So we need to get to the heart. We need to get to the source. And when again, we get to the, when we deal with our issues at the source, then we are free the way uh, we, we, we free, we, we open up the way for the spirit to be evident in our lives to those around us. It's, it's like unclogging an artery right here, where we just let the spirit shine through us more fully and in this, in the, in the fruits of the spirit are more evident in our lives with Heartway, you know, I'm here to help my, my wife, Gabby, she's here to help. We're not here to judge. Uh, nothing you say, uh, will, will change the way we look at you, uh, because we, we, we look at you like we look at ourselves, sinners saved by grace. And, and and we just have our faith in Jesus. And we're just trying to live like Christ who was spiritually battling with Satan. We, we understand that battle. So I want to encourage you today that you don't have to go this road alone with anger and depression. If that sounds like you or if that sounds like someone you're close to, uh, get help. That's scriptural. I hope this has been beneficial to you, and I look forward to hearing from you. Uh, if, if something has been impactful to you, please please don't hesitate to share that with me on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Heartway, uh, the Heartway uh, Instagram page, or shoot me an email if you're still into email at jody at heartwaycare.org. Uh, if, if something wasn't that great, if you didn't connect that well to this, well, just stick around or actually share those 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 thoughts that you have with me. I would like to improve this podcast, adjust it, adapt it, and share things that, that are useful to ministers and their families. So please share. Uh, I'm not going to be offended. Uh, so God bless you guys. Until next time, uh, I'm Jody, and this is a Heartway Podcast You, and we help you with issues at the source.